Hey, it's Nikki on the Getting Real Podcast, and today my guest is Joe Haslinga, the director, co-writer, and co-producer of the Foosballers documentary, available now on iTunes and Vimo On Demand. If you want to check out a great documentary about something that you probably had no idea was a huge sport, then you got to check out Foosballers. Joe, I really, honest to God, did not have any idea how huge foosball really is. Yeah, you know, we didn't, we never knew that, you know, pro foosball existed. We all played when we were growing up. We'd see a foosball table, but we kind of Googled pro foosball as a joke, thinking it might be funny. And we went deep down this rabbit hole and discovered not just a, a pro sport that nobody knows about, but some super interesting people, uh, colorful characters who all play the game. The thing that was really interesting to me is the passion behind it because like you say it's it's a game that you played in your basement with your friends in high school it's not something that you would ever think of making a career out of but it was huge in the 70s yeah you know in the 70s they had a million dollar pro tour which blew us away uh we had no idea but i guess in the 70s you know they had everything bowling was was huge on tv and and putt putt was on tv so (laughs) you know it makes makes uh no surprise that you know pro foosball would be a thing uh, but yeah, there was uh, there was people who used to drop out of school and quit their jobs and, and join the pro tour, and you could win, believe it or not, like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars at a foosball tournament. Wow! Uh, they were giving away cars, and you know, you get a Porsche or a Corvette, and it was it was on the rise, and it was going to be, you know, they were they were thinking it was going to be bigger than tennis and golf uh, at the time. But then something happened. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the coin-op industry as a whole kind of changed a lot when uh, video games came around. So the company that was sponsoring the Pro Tour and, and really the driving force for professional foosball collapsed in the early 80s. So it left all these players without a source of income, without, you know, a way to, to survive. But with foosball, uh, and, and like anything, there's this passion that people have. And while a lot of the people quit in the 70s, uh, there was still a, a small group of people that continued to play. And, and it, you know, they, they dedicated their lives to it. And it was, for some of them, like an addiction. Uh, yeah, I would say for most of them, it's an addiction. Uh, you know, and, and for us, it became an addiction. There's this obsessive quality to it because it's such a delicate game. You can, you can, it's hard to perfect. So it just requires tons and tons of practice. And, and there is... It's weird uh, when you when you score a goal, there's a, a, a piece of tin at the back of the goal, and it makes a really uh, satisfying sound. So anytime you score, it not just like feels good, but you can hear it, and it it it's I think it like triggers something in the brain that makes you want to do it again and again. And the interesting thing is, so it was huge in the '70s, and then in the '80s we saw it drop off, but we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence of the game. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's definitely on the rise. Uh, in Europe, they have uh, the World Cup, which is nations versus nations. And in Europe, the sport is huge. They'll fill arenas, and, and it's a really big sport. The reason, of course, is because soccer is huge in Europe. Uh, soccer originated in Europe, and actually so did table soccer. So it's no doubt that table soccer is, is vastly popular over there, and it's definitely on the rise here too. You, you see a lot of these retro bars that are popping up with old arcade games. And of course they'll bring in the foosball table. And there's something I think just oddly satisfying about doing something analog. Uh, it's not just a, 
you know, people are kind of sick of going on their phones and it's a fun game for people to just uh, gather around at the bar or, you know, even at someone's house and, and still, you know, play the game. Mm-hmm. So what made you interested in this and made you want to make a documentary about it? Well, I, I think it's rare that you find something that hasn't already been made into a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one thing. We, we had this, you know, curiosity about pro foosball, realized that there was nothing really done about it. And it, it, was, it was really the people that drew us into this world um, that, you know, you were talking about their passion, their passion we really, you know, resonated with. Um, it, it's it's rare that you find somebody who's not in pursuit of tons of money or fame or anything like that. These people play foosball because they love it, and they're just very interesting people. So we were drawn to them as, you know, as documentary subjects. Uh, but also they were really fun to hang out with, too. So it kind of made the uh, the the filmmaking process really enjoyable you know we got to make a lot of friends along the way the people that that you focus on in this documentary are very interesting can you give us a little bit of an overview of those people yeah well pro foosball attracts everybody from different walks of life so one of the guys in the movie he's a a medical marijuana grower he's won the cannabis cup in marijuana growing so he's not only a world champion foosball player but he's a world champion marijuana grower uh, we have another person who's a retired police officer in Birmingham, and she is the most decorated foosball player of all time. She's been winning world championships for the past 40 years. So uh, she's, and when she plays foosball, you could hear her outside the building. She's so loud <laughs> and animated. But it's really cool because it's not just like she's a, a fiery competitor, which she is, but it's what it means to her as a person, uh, which if you told anybody on the street, hey, uh, foosball changed my life. They'd probably laugh you out of the room. But with Cindy Head, uh, her story was just really powerful and how she used foosball as an escape. And it really helped her, you know, gain confidence as a young child and, and all this great stuff. So, you know, there's, there's Cindy Head. Uh, there's also a, a former backup dancer for Marky Mark who's in the movie, who's not just uh, a world champion foosball player, but He's also a chief of anesthesia at a hospital, and he's a master woodcraftsman, and he's also a, a father and a husband, and his entire family is also world champion foosball players. So it, it's it definitely runs, you know, in the family, in the blood, um, and they're just interesting people. Um, you know, by the time the world championships come around, you know, the the movie is driving towards the world championships, and. By the time that they happen, everybody is rooting for a different person in the movie, mm-hmm. someone that they personally connected with or resonated with, and, and they're you know rooting for them. So it's, uh, it's fun. It is. And you can check it out now. It's available on iTunes and um, Vimo On Demand. And if you want to check out the trailer, you've got to see it in the description section of the podcast. You'll be able to click on it and watch that. It is definitely... Something I never thought was as huge as it is. So it's really interesting to check out the movie and to, you know, just learn about the sport of foosball. Because I guess I never really thought of it as a professional sport. You know, 99.9% of people don't consider it a sport. And we didn't either. Um, But it wasn't until we entered the world, met the people, and really understood the history behind it uh, that completely converted us. Like, okay, it's a sport. It's It's a real thing. 
they've been doing world championships since the seventies. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a, it's not like a new, a new thing that just popped up and they're like, okay, we're going to call this a sport. Like it's been around for a long time. There's rules, there's international competition. Uh, it's, it's a real thing and it's really fun to, to kind of go down the rabbit hole in the form of a documentary. Yeah. And it's definitely cool to check out Joe Heslinga, the director, co-writer and co-producer of Foosballers. Thanks so much for taking the time and talking with me about this today. Like I said, you really opened my eyes to something I didn't even know before this. And I love that about documentaries. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you liked the movie and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Foosballers is available on iTunes and Vimo On Demand, or you can visit foosballersmovie.com for links to each and to check out the official trailer. The official trailer will also be linked up in the description section of this podcast. Foosballers takes a deep dive into the underground world of professional table soccer as it follows six of the game's top players as they prepare for the Toronto World Championships. Check it out today.